What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hog Sports. That's H-A-W-G sports.com. Today, we'll talk Razorback football, basketball, baseball, recruiting, of course, as always. A lot going on with official visitors coming in. Some news about T.J. Hammonds, a linebacker, makes his top five. Arkansas picks up a big commitment. We'll talk about who's next on the docket with Danny West. All that and more on Hog Sports Live. Well, Arkansas baseball wrapped up a big series with LSU winning the series 2-1, which is rare. Arkansas usually doesn't do that. Uh, so that's definitely good. They'll wrap up the regular season with a trip to Texas A&M. I guess that's starting Thursday, uh, a three-game series there. So, uh, And then it's on to uh, to postseason for baseball. So Arkansas picked up a big commitment from Savion Williams, 6'4 and a half, 200-pound wide receiver out of Marshall, Texas, which means he's got the best of both worlds. He's got his regional coach and Jeff Trailer, and then, uh, of course, Justin Stepp, two of Arkansas's best recruiters recruiting him. Uh, so that's definitely big. Arkansas had a lot of visitors come in over the weekend with Connor Vanover, 6'3", 225 out of Cal, originally from Arkansas. Uh, Isaiah Moss, uh, who's got Arkansas in his top four now, along with Kansas, who will visit next. Arizona State also going to be visited. Oregon, uh, very strong three-point shooter. Connor Vanover is a good three-point shooter. Uh, and Jared Grayer out of George Mason also, who's looking to uh, get a medical waiver for his last visit. He started his visit Sunday and is leaving Tuesday. So, um just, uh, just wanted to go over a couple of things here before we bring in Danny West, and I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Let me bring up Danny's graphic. Danny West, how you doing, brother? Doing great, man. What's going on? Oh, not much. I just kind of introed a few things about what's going on with Razorback Athletics, and um, obviously Arkansas picked up a big commitment uh, in Savion Williams, the wide receiver out of Marshall, Texas, and I was just bringing up Justin Stepp and Jeff Trailer, how they kind of work together, I guess, two of Arkansas's best recruiters to bring him in. What do you think about this commitment? Well, I, I think he's a really good athlete. He's a two-sport guy. You know, when you check out his, his huddle, first thing you see is him playing basketball. You know, a whole bunch of clips there. He's a really good basketball player, and that's to be expected when he's, you know, almost 6'5". Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the first thing that sticks out to you is just his size. And uh, you think about the, the size of that entire room now, Trey. I mean, Mike Woods, 6'1", 190. Uh, not to run through them all, but you get the point. Trey Knox, 6'5", 6'3", 6'4". Um, you know, Mason Mangum is really the only one that sticks out. And by that, I mean he's 5'11", 170. Somebody's got to play the slot. Yeah, somebody's got to. So, And obviously he can really run. But uh, Savion is a guy I think they've felt really good about. Obviously he came in for his official visit last weekend. I think he was really close then. Matter of fact, um, last Thursday, I understand, Jeff Trailer was at his high school and Mm – and obviously you can't speak to him in person during those visits. But shortly after that, Savion called him and actually committed to Coach Trailer. So really good get there. Another wide receiver, man. Uh, Jay Stepp's getting it done early. I think, he, uh, I think he just wants to kick back for the rest of the year. Danny West joining us from hogsports.com. I want to remind everybody, if you're listening via podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Be sure to uh, throw us five stars and throw us a rating, throw us a review if you like the content that we're putting out there. Go ahead and throw us a thumbs up if you haven't done so already. Facebook Live, YouTube, uh, it helps us get our message out there. Like, share, follow, comment. 
If you're not subscribed to hogsports.com right now, you can sign up for $1 for the first month or sign up for a year and get 30% off after a seven-day free trial period. So um, you can read all of Danny's content there. Danny also uh, wanted to go over a guy that you're very familiar with, TJ Hammonds, announcing today something that we've reported on Hog Sports last month, but TJ Hammonds officially announcing today that he is returning to the Razorbacks. Yeah, I mean, no real surprise. As you mentioned there, we kind of knew that was coming. Uh, to me, it was just a matter of, you know, is he is he going to have a spot? And, uh, you know, good for TJ. I think we all love him as a person. He's just he's one of those kids that you just fall in love with. And mm-hmm. I was pulling for him. I was hoping he would still have a spot. And you think about the depth situation at that, it doesn't surprise me at that position right there right now. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that he was welcomed back. And, you know, just kind of projecting forward, man, I mean, you, you really need a guy like that. You need another body in there. It was starting to get really, really thin. And, uh, you know, you think about Rakeem Boyd being one of the preseason picks for, you know, top running backs in the SEC. He could get out of here after this year. You know, mm-hmm. if he goes and puts out a 1,000 yards, and I think that's the expectation for Rakeem coming back. Um, you know, you're going to lose – uh, Devois, uh, TJ, it's going to get really thin, so it wouldn't surprise me. You know, they're going to sign a couple of running backs in this class. wouldn't surprise me, Trey, if one of them is a JUCO guy, so keep your eye on that. JUCO guy, huh? Okay. Yeah, could um, be a JUCO guy. I, did, I just didn't – I looked at the situation. I just didn't feel like there's a huge need for a JUCO guy, but I guess if it's – you know, if he's a guy that can come in and help you feel like he's your best option, then, then maybe so. But um, – so – with TJ, I just feel like that was a guy last year who would fit so many things that Chad Morris's offense did, especially that they did at Clemson that we didn't see last year. A lot of stuff motioning in and out and moving from wide receiver to running back. Because as we know, there are there are never really more than three wide receivers on the field at one time. You know, they'll have three yeah. receivers out there and a tight end if they go four wide or if they go five wide. It would also be a running back. Uh, so. <clears throat> I saw TJ fitting in a lot like that. Of course, we remember him going off against Coastal Carolina, really saving that game. I mean, if Brett lost that game, he probably would have been fired oh, yeah. after that game and not the Missouri one. So, TJ kind of saved that one for him. And then I think the next week, what did he get? One carry in the next game yeah. in the first half or something. There's your reward for saving the job, TJ. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a lot to be said, Trey, for uh-huh. uh, early in his career. You know, he wasn't given a lot of opportunities or uh, in our opinion anyway, wasn't given enough. Mm. But at some point, you know, TJ's got to take advantage of the opportunities too. You know, I don't think he would mind us saying that, but I mean, he's last year he had just as as good a shot as anybody to step in there. And some of that off the field stuff, uh, I think he's learned a lot, to be honest with you. I think this, this little reset button he's hit here, I think it's, it's going to help him, you know, going into his final year. So I'm excited to see what he can do. He's got to stay healthy, too. I mean, even before it was announced that he wasn't going to be with the team, uh, he was he was already out. He was recovering yep. from a, a knee injury. So, back to recruiting, Danny. There are some things going on in the crystal ball world. For those who don't follow crystal balls, it's an opportunity for experts throughout the 24-7 Sports Network to make p- predictions and picks on, on various athletes. Uh, there's a couple of wide receivers that have some significant crystal ball picks. Alex Adams, uh, particularly by you, uh, a wide receiver. And then uh, Colin Sullivan, Gabe Brooks, a four-star wide receiver. And, and Adams is 
just a shade under uh, four-star status. And Colin Sullivan, I think, is like in the 200s overall in the country at wide receiver. So uh, I guess we're expecting them to bring in four. Um, it's getting a little tight right there, though, with, with numbers <laughs> at tight. wide receiver. That's what I was saying. Justin Stepp's getting it done early. But, uh, you know, um, more power to him, man. Uh, yeah, a couple of good kids there. You think about they've already got three at mm-hmm. the position. Now, the, the thing to remember uh, – you hope to hang on to Xavion Capers, right? Yeah. Big time four star guy. All all the talent in the world. One of the highly rated recruits they've got on board right now. So, um, you know, that's a key. But at the same time, he's he's still flirting with some other schools. So you've got to cover your bases, right? Mm. Uh, you do want to bring in four. And really, that's probably, you know, in my opinion, I would have looked at it this year going into this year's class, and I would have said three. Right. Yeah. Um, and I thought that might have been a little bit heavy. So I'm a little bit surprised that they would bring in four. But when you're on guys like this, Capers, and obviously they felt really strongly about Mason Mangum early on. Now you've got Savion Williams. And, you know, <laughs> everybody keeps putting in these crystal balls, myself included, on Alex Adams, Colin Sullivan. And people are still asking about Jalen Polk. I mean, he's mm-hmm. still on the board, too. They've they've just targeted so many guys. And, and they've offered like 54 wide receivers yeah. in my last count. So that tells me, you know, 10 wide receivers for 10 offers for every one wide receiver you want to bring in. Yeah. I remember the March night, uh, big prospect day that they had a few months ago, a couple months ago, like 10 of their offered wide receivers took a picture together. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. all right, this thing's got to sort itself out at some point, you know? <laughs> so I guess it is. Uh, but yeah, I think they've got a really good shot at Alex. He came up uh, for an unofficial visit at the time. He was still committed to uh, Mississippi State. He recently decommitted from them. And this is a guy that, you know, 6'1", 180, I think he's just as good on defense. So maybe you recruit him as an athlete if he's okay with that and potentially put him at safety one of these days. But, uh, yeah, really, really good athlete, as you said, right there as a borderline four-star guy. What's going on with the word with the name Savion? It's like what what happened in two thousand and two? Because there's like say, uh, Zevion Capers, not Savion, but it's pretty close. Zevion Capers, Savion Morrison, Savion Williams. It's like um, I, I remember like ages ago when I was still in college. I went and substitute. I was, I was a substitute teacher one week, and I and this kid came up to me and he said that uh, uh, these boys were picking on him. And I was like, who? And he's like, Cody Y, Cody T, Cody J, and Tommy, you know. And I was like, what's your name? He's like, I'm Cody W. I was like, so, so wow. you know, <laughs> the name Cody. A lot of Cody's and, now, and now I guess it's Savion for something in 2002. That name just seems to pop up everywhere all of a sudden. Yeah, I'll tell you something else about Savion Williams. When you Google his name, the first person that comes is another up one, is this, an offensive, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, another defensive tackle. A defensive tackle, tackle yeah. yeah. Community right. college. So <laughs> I hate that because it always, you know, I love the name. I'm fine with the name itself. But it always, when I'm writing – about Savion Williams, the Arkansas commitment, it wants to tag yep. this Lackawanna guy. So yeah, a little bit of a headache really, there. Yeah, See what you can do about that for me. Bro. Okay, I'll jump right in on that. <laughs> so, by the way, seeing what we can do, we're I've been testing out the new forums. You've seen a couple of little stuff that I've shown you, but you hadn't had a chance. I want you to get you over here to play Yeah, you've with been them. pretty stingy so far. I haven't yeah. really – I haven't had an invite over to Biddy's house. I'll tell you what, they're clean. They're clean. And they're still pretty basic right now in terms of just the beta version of them. But 
Uh, they're adding stuff all the time. Been very impressed. So uh, since we have moved over to 24-7 sports, we've updated 80% of the site. That didn't include improving site speed and all those things, but the, the message boards are things that everybody's been waiting on. So it's not far. It's not far, far down the pipe. Um, so, Danny, want to jump into basketball recruiting with you. Arkansas had – Three visitors, one of them still on campus. Uh, Connor Vanover, seven three, seven foot three, two hundred twenty five pounder. Not a bad three point shooter. Looking like Vanderbilt, where he's already visited. Um, also, um, of course, Arkansas and uh, could return to Cal as well. Uh, but seven three, two hundred twenty five pounder, originally from Arkansas. Isaiah Moss, the Iowa transfer who started for Iowa last year, a forty two percent three point shooter. Um, he's uh, he's got Kansas coming up, and then he's also going to visit Arizona State and Oregon. So that's his top four now. So he has named uh-huh. a top four. Uh, there's an article on Hogsports.com uh, from his dad talking about that. And Jerrier Grayer, six-five uh, wing out of George Mason, eight point eight points a game. Only played in eight games last year, so he's going to be seeking a medical hardship, or excuse me, a medical waiver uh, to get yep. his uh, fifth year of eligibility there. Um, but he is visited. He started his visit Sunday, and he's going to leave tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I think they're in a really good spot with Connor. I've been wrong before. You know, he's got some good options out there. But, uh, yeah, he's just uh, – I think I would look for a decision later this week out of Connor. Mm-hmm. Maybe Wednesday from, from everything I've seen on Twitter anyway, Wednesday seems like a likely decision day for Connor. And then, uh, you know, you mentioned Isaiah Moss. I think it's – He's got the top four. Um, I'm not sure if you ran through it, but Arizona State, Kansas, and Oregon are the three other schools. And, you know, it just from the outside looking in, I think when you leave a visit and go to Kansas, uh, it makes it tough. You know, I mean, they're going to put it on him up there and roll out the red carpet. So wouldn't get my hopes up on Isaiah. Could be wrong. I mean, I, I know he loved it here, according to that article that that we've got on our site he had some really good quotes about Fayetteville so you know fingers crossed if you're Arkansas and then Jair he's the guy that you know a couple of weeks ago he was supposed to have been here then they rescheduled Mm -hmm. I kind of uh, I moved him down the board I said well maybe they're moving off of him yeah I don't like a reschedule (laughs) I hate the reschedule myself but maybe it you know maybe it was something on his end to Mm -hmm. do with academics you know school schedule whatever whatever the case may be but Good to get him in this weekend. I haven't heard back from Jair. Uh, or are we saying Jair or Jair? Uh, what do you want to go with? <laughs> I'm going with Grayer. Let's call him Grayer. <laughs> we'll go for that. Cool. All right. Okay, so what else you got going on, Danny? Anything, any other big news? Well, yeah, recruiting? I want to mention uh, yeah, Martavius Mar- French. Martavius French mm-hmm. obviously put out a top five earlier this morning, a couple hours ago. Arkansas, LSU, Mississippi State, Oregon, and Florida. And, you know, you look at that list and the two names that aren't on there kind of stick out to you, Ole Miss and uh, uh, Tennessee. So mm-hmm. I think that probably helps your chances a little bit. They've got a, another football visitor coming in tomorrow, a guy that we wrote about last week, Cortez Eatman, um, a JUCO defensive back, cornerback, a kid that Mark Smith recently found. And come to find out, this is another guy who claims – that he's on pace to graduate this month and potentially be at Arkansas later this month. That would be so huge. keep your own. Yeah, Cortez Eatman there. That's E A T M O N. So hopefully I'm pronouncing that and, one right. 
and the linebacker Juwan Mitchell. Juwan Mitchell. And so yeah, and, uh, that's what they've been talking about. We all, we just kind of assumed that they would go through the grad transfer process or a guy that was yep. likely to get eligibility early, but they need a linebacker. They need a cornerback. This kid's 6'3", 190. I guess he could do a lot of different things for them. But, um, sure. but if they were to get – Mitchell, uh, if they were to get both of those guys, that would that would obviously solve their problems. They would be at where they want to be for this last class, which would uh, – was it 29 that they wanted to include? Was that, mm-hmm. was that the final number? That's right. And not including yeah. the players that they plan to, cl- to count for, like Luke Jones sure. or uh, Stout, the kicker, or, or any of the uh, other players that have jumped on board. Yeah. Now, the thing about Juwan, Trey, you know he's he's fresh off that Texas visit. He, he was here last weekend – and then this past weekend, he went to Texas for an official visit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's always that's always a, a tough way to go if you're Arkansas. Now, I'm not saying Arkansas can't beat them for some guys every now and then. We've seen that, obviously. But, uh, sorry, I got a text from Mr. Gabe Brooks here. Oh, yeah. Appreciate that, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, Juwan Mitchell, I, I'm lowering the chances at, for Arkansas at this point. I think he's – Matter of fact, some guys have already put in crystal ball picks for him to go to Texas, so that would sting a little bit. Hey, that's what happened with Andrew Parker. If you remember Andrew that's Parker, just, everybody thought he was going to Texas. That's true. Arkansas. So, what is where do you think Arkansas goes to now if uh, if he doesn't end up coming to Arkansas? I mean, this is obviously. I mean, you look at the kid's highlight tape. He's a big hitter. Um, you know, talking to Randy Rainwater the other day, kind of reminds me. It reminded Randy of Martrell Spate, and after looking back at the video, I I agreed with him um, that he does. He kind of reminds me of Wendell Davis a little bit too. Of course, both those Wendell guys. Wendell Davis. Yeah, both those guys kind of reminded me of each other for some reason. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's kind of what I see. But so where do they go now if he ends up going to Texas? Yeah, if I had the answer for that one, Coach Morris owes me some money, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea what's left. I mean. Yeah. That's the thing about it. The further into the late spring, early summer months you get, I mean, if you thought it was thin right after signing day, it's really thin now because, you know, that's the bad thing about it. You do find a guy like this. It's hard to find them to begin with. Well, Danny, what do we even have you on here for if you don't have the answers? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the point is, you know, once you do find them, here comes Texas and Texas A&M. They want in on it too. Uh, Of course they do, right? So makes it tough, man. All right, Danny West joining us here. I want to remind you again, we're going to take a little bit of advice from one of our posters, Tory Burke Sr. Be sure to like the video. Tell everybody over and over again to like the videos, what Tory Burke Sr. says. They can do it multiple times. Love your work, brother. Appreciate that, Tory. Um, but Danny West joining us from Hog Sports. That's where we have been. I guess I've been the publisher there 16 years. Danny, you've been with us for nine. Is that right? Long time. Yeah. That's all I tell Nine officially. <laughs> I mean, you were <laughs> yeah. on there as a poster since 2005, I guess. So. 2004. Don't jump me out of that, that first year there. Got to get to that 2004. October 2004. That's right. Keith Grayson says, great seeing you all this weekend. I consider some of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so we totally missed Keith, although Pete Roulier went and met him uh, maybe at Sassy's for a 50-cent <laughs> bush light. But, is, uh, is Pete still alive? I guess we so. Okay, that's good news. Um, it was Mother's Day weekend, Keith. It was yeah. a heck of a, a time for you to, to pick to come in. So, um, <laughs> Miss Keith Grayson there. But 
We you like got Pete keep... coming on the show today, Trace. No, just just me and you today. Uh, he's at the uh, the Swatters Club right now. I guess that's probably that's wrapped up. He's, he's, he's speaking wor- of baseball. You know yeah. they're they're playing for a championship this week. And yeah, they could potentially win the win the entire conference this week, depending on how they do at Texas A and M. I mean, Obviously, they ought to get Texas A and M though, even though it's there, right? Well, they should, but I mean, it's baseball. You know, they yes. probably should. best team doesn't always win. That's right. Probably should have swept Kentucky a couple weekends ago, and maybe you'd feel better. Mm-hmm. Had it in the bag this past, uh, well, not Sunday, but Saturday, the game three against LSU. It's tough to sweep those guys, man. They almost did it, but, I mean, you'll take two out of three. When mm-hmm. it's been eight years since you beat them in a series, you'll take that all day. But, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think Arkansas should at least win the series this weekend, and if they do, depending on what happens with Mississippi State, Arkansas could outright win the West and potentially the entire conference, Mm -hmm. uh, depending on what Vanderbilt does. So still a lot to play out, but, uh, man, they're right here in striking striking position for it. So that's the good news. Yep. Let's see if we've got any questions for you, Danny. Billy Gaithright wants to know if there's any staff updates for basketball. I mean, really, it's been pretty quiet overall. And – they can just have three out on the road. They've had a maximum of three. I guess I don't know why they haven't announced Anthony Rudy yet, but they haven't. They have not officially announced him yet, even though he's pretty clear that he's part of the staff. Um, and what's the when's the uh, the period the signing period end up? Is that the seventeenth? I think so. I don't have it in front of me, but I walked away from my computer. But yeah, yeah I think that's right. about right. It's 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 a it's a month total. So it started on yep. the fifteenth of last month. So. Uh, John Allen says, we went back and forth with Ty Story and Cole Kelly last season. Do you think we will see the same thing with Hicks and Starkle? I think that could be a good thing. So I put out – I don't know if you had a chance to look at my midseason projected depth chart, Danny, but we do that stuff kind of for fun. And and really I focused in on the Texas A&M game. So in, in that depth chart I have Nick Starkle as the projected starter for that game. I do think that they will go back and forth, John. I think that – uh, what you'll see out of the gate is possibly Ben Hicks, but I expect a, a rotation. I mean, Hicks has got the advantage when it comes to his history with Chad Morris, having gone through the spring also. Starkle, who is here now, right, Danny? Starkle. Uh, he shows up tomorrow. Shows up tomorrow. So Starkle yep. shows up tomorrow. So obviously a late start. It's not like he's going to be completely foreign to a you know fast-paced offense, spread type of offense, having done that with Kevin Sumlin. So he's not unfamiliar with that type of offense. But uh, I, I think that Starkle is a guy that has the bigger arm, probably has the more upside. So it might just take him a little bit of time. But eventually I think he ends up taking over the starting job. But I see some back and forth early on. What do you think, Danny? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just wanted to mention real quick that in terms of the, uh, the rival dates, we've actually got a story on that. I think I put that out yesterday. Mm-hmm. So uh, be sure to check that on the site. We've got exact dates. Yes on uh, every one of these guys who have who have yet to get here. So be sure to check that out. We've got that. Yeah, so that's one of the uh, VIP articles. Danny went and tracked down everybody to make sure they you know find out when everybody's going to be on campus. So those are the kinds of articles and more that you can find at hogsports.com. Again, that's hawgsports.com, $1 for your first month now or 30% off for your first year. want to go ahead and reiterate again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, throw us five stars, throw us a review. Helps us get our message out there. Spotify, Stitcher, other ways to listen as well. Uh, it's always on Facebook Live, YouTube, and always on hogsports.com. Plenty of ways to watch and listen to the show. All right, Danny, 
Let's see what else we got. I'm going to bring up the homepage of hogsports.com and do a little bit of making sure we don't miss anything that's come up um, lately here. All right, so we went over Martavius French, linebacker who included Arkansas in his top five, significant because of the teams that he left out also. We felt good about Martavius French and kind of good about his teammate Bryson Eason. I mean, if they get those two guys, you call it a day. I mean, uh, what's the other kid, Aaron Moore, that you really like also? Yeah, but he's more of an outside guy. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, potentially you could take all three of those guys. No real update on on any of the three outside of French, obviously, today. But I, I thought it was pretty telling. And not really telling, but I thought it was interesting that Martavius and Bryson both told me, uh, no, we're saving our official visit at Arkansas for this fall. You know, they, mm-hmm. they had an opportunity to come in this spring, but I think that's a good thing. Uh, you know, a couple of guys who probably aren't going to make a decision, um, you know, this summer. Uh, yeah, I think why not bring them in as late as you can on guys like that. So I think that's a good thing. Still really, really in the mix for both of them. Um, I can't say that they're they're leading for either one, but just the fact that they've both been here so many times, and you know, as here we are going into their senior year, Arkansas is still one of their favorites. You're just hanging around, and obviously, we talk at length about all the Memphis ties that they've got on the staff, not just with the you know Kenny Ingram and SJ, but you know, people forget about Alex Dale and Will Gilchrist, and uh, you know, even Chief. Uh, with his extensive ties being in Tennessee for as long as he's been. Uh, Steve Caldwell's got a lot of ties there. And then Dustin Fry, too, the offensive line coach, has has done a good job in Memphis. So, you know, I I can't sit here and and call it for sure that they're both going to be Razorbacks, but I do think they're still very, very much in the mix for both of them. Uh, also, in, in on the hoops front, uh, Gene Talsilla is, I guess, official uh, with Arkansas now. They issued a release last week. Uh, Kyrie Walker, you got a question on Kyrie Walker. You heard anything about him, the five-star out of Phoenix? Nothing new. We had an update a couple of weekends ago. Um, and, and, you know, he, he basically said if he's going to be a 2019 reclassifier, mm-hmm. then he would probably do that really late this summer. So nothing new to report. You know, he wants to get through all of the summer events and all the camp circuits. So I don't, I don't anticipate him doing anything, <clears throat> excuse me, drastic until later this summer. But well, we're all know, ready for to him guess, to get this thing over with. Yeah, go ahead and sign <laughs> it. But, yeah, I think it's still a few months out. Yeah. All right. So just a couple other headlines we had on hogsports.com here lately. Uh, I mentioned most of them, but a couple others. Uh, as, as I mentioned, Danny's arrival dates for Arkansas, uh, remaining signees and transfers. A uh, ton of baseball content. Uh, all eyes on Fayetteville on Chandler Morris. Did you read my Chandler Morris article, Danny? No, I don't read your stuff. You no. don't read my stuff. <laughs> the <old> Coach Nut. <laughs> yeah. Coach Nut line. It was so great. Um, no, I, I don't think I've read it. Well, I was just I was just breaking down, you know, Chandler Morris, how all everything's kind of pointing to him as, as the sure. quarterback in Arkansas's yep. class. And, you know, I think there's a there's still a lot of people out there who are like, this is a coach's son. Uh, you know, how legitimate are his offer are his offers, how good can he actually be and stuff. And you know, I just go in to break down, you know, okay, Clemson and Auburn, yes, Chad Morris is good friends with with both the coaches there. But then how do you go on and explain Virginia Tech offer, Oklahoma, Colorado, Oklahoma, Indiana, yeah. you know? Um, and this is a guy, you know, he's listed at six or he was listed at six foot, but he went and checked in at five ten at the opening. 
And then I, th- I just think it's significant that he checks in two inches shorter than he's actually listed and moves up. How many spots did he move up? It was like 400 and something spots. I mean, he's 448 yep. spots is how much he moved up despite checking in two inches shorter. Uh, I think that just goes to show, you know, what a good quarterback he is. As one of the analysts pointed out, it was child's play for him, just kind of in that seven-on-seven type of setting, just picking apart. He makes it look effortless. You know, I I couldn't care less about his height. You know, when you watch him, it's just effortless. Everything's almost perfect every single rep. So, you know, we'll see how well that can translate to the SEC if he does choose Arkansas. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. And, uh, of course, uh, 4,010 yards, passing 46 touchdowns, six interceptions, 647 rushing yards, and 20 more touchdowns last year as a junior and leading Highland Park to the 5A uh, state championship in Texas. And, by the way, his sister just graduated this weekend from Texas A&M. Mackenzie, shout out to Mackenzie. And uh, from what I understand, she's headed up here now. So, going to be a part of the staff in, in some capacity, probably in the recruiting side of it working with Callie and and Maddie and you know some of that crew so congrats to her could be two more Morrises in Fayetteville here soon actually three more because um, uh, Mrs. Morris doesn't live in Fayetteville I mean she's in she's in Dallas too uh, with the kids so it's really just Chad in that huge house (laughs) that's a 3.2 million dollar (laughs) house I mean it's so so Chad Morris lives down there i mean he lives very close to me there's like his neighborhood and then there's another really good neighborhood and there's my neighborhood you know after that but he lives really close to me and i just every time i drive by there i think you know he's just in that big old house alone well, watching I, film I, from or what something. i hear he's he's hardly ever there so i don't think he's gotcha. been there lonely or anything so i mean he spends a lot of time on the road and a lot of time yes, at the facility that's so true. i think he probably bought that with the idea of you know once chandler gets yeah. out of high school then they've got a, a place to really enjoy yeah. and kick back. But oh, it's a great place. There's no question about that. Oh, it's I mean, beautiful. It is, it is a – it looks like a, a robber baron lived there back in the 1920s or something. Is that the right <laughs> era, 1920, for the robber barons? Yeah, something like that. All right, Danny. Well, I think we pretty much covered everything here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap you up. Appreciate you joining us, man. All right, man. Okay. All right. That's Danny West joining us from hogsports.com. Again, if you like the video, I want to encourage you one last time to like, share, follow, comment. Uh, If you're listening on podcast, be sure to throw us five stars and give us a rating. So for Danny West, this has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. 